What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Um, disposable razors suck. <laughs> okay. That's all I used to use for years. And then probably 15 years ago. You mean like the plastic handle jobbies are coming like a 10 pack or whatever? Yes. Yeah. And then about 15 years ago, I decided to go a little old school and do the safety razor type, which by the way, you know, they're not plastic. Of course, and you have the steel thing. You can buy and a lot it's sing- single bladed. Well, yeah, single bladed, and, and people, you know, this whole multi three blade, four blade, five blade. It's bad it's for your all skin. Fucking it's, bullshit. It's a gimmick, and it's really fucking bad for your skin. So finally, my single, my uh, I don't know, the chassis, the thing, whatever it is, broke a few days ago, a couple of few days ago. The, the part that you unscrew and screw out, there, yeah. it, it's like a stud in there, and it's it's welded or potted in or however it's held in place, broke. Fuck. Okay, fine. So I went back to, so I ordered another one. Should be here. Maybe here today. Finally. I don't know. But in the meantime, I had to shave and I did shave this morning. It's terrible. It's, you know, I, I bought a middle of the, gro- the road grade. You know, you can buy yeah. really shitty blades. You can buy super high. I'm not going to buy one that's got, you know, interchangeable blades. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go semi higher dollar disposable route. Yeah. And they're god awful, aren't they? See, I, I don't can't believe how bad it was. I know that you don't because you got the whole Taliban beard thing going. All you people, the required face. Wow, at the Tal- wow. You know, I don't know where this came from. Taliban. Actually, it, your your beard is not so Taliban-y as it used to be. Yeah, no, it used to be very Taliban-y. <laughs> Have you ever seen a fat guy in the Taliban? I don't fuck it. They don't exist. <laughs> no, I. They can't ride horses. I was watching all the y'all this craft beer Taliban fucking face fuzz going Mother on. Motherfucker, god damn, <laughs> you goddamn square with your sh- perfectly uh-huh. shaved face. It's unnatural. This it's is a, my natural state, Paul. It's good for uh, dick. It's good for oxygen masks and flying in altitude and things. It's really like terrible that. for all of those things. It really is. So the beard is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm okay so, with it though. Uh, my natural immunity will keep me safe. <laughs> Sorry. I also don't like the, uh, yeah, that's what it is. It's all these little microby things in there and all that kind of crap. I wonder when shaving really started being popular. I wonder why people said, you know, we don't have to have this on our face. People probably got, probably got tired of getting soup in there, you know, or whatever. It's like all the, because that's what they are, just a food catcher. It's kind of fucking gross when you, when you go out with someone who has a lot of face fuzz and they're not aware of things getting caught in their hair on their face. It happens a lot. I know that it happens a lot, but I'm I, like I, I feel like you're directing this at me. And, well, I, uh, you have a beard, but I'm I, I've never seen you with. I don't remember the last time I saw you, if at all, with food in your beard. No, because I'm not disgusting, right? Yeah, but a lot of people are can't manage all that shit. If that's, you don't have it, and that's fine. But like, don't demonize all beards for that. <laughs> Just because you have that shaven face, right? You would do well to grow a beard, a little bit of a beard. I have a jawline. I don't need to. Ooh. Do you, though? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's cool. It's 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 fine. Like, I went a solid week without having to tear down Joe all day. <laughs> it's been a while. The point is, yeah. people... If what we, is the point? Here's the point. If people are considering or have ever considered or, or have, they should consider going to the straight safety razor. It's cheaper in the long run. It's a better shave. I will say this. You have to be careful initially how you do it because it is a little bit 
um, or you can slice your face up a little bit easier. There, and I've used single bladed like safety razors, the old schools. I have my grandfather's old one. It's like a there's a brand. It's an old, very old brand. It's probably from the fifties, maybe sixties. Right. It's heavy. Um, I just don't shave enough. Right. Uh, because because I just I shave you do my shave neck. Down I shave, here, I guess. I shave my neck, yeah. and that's about it. And I, even then, I don't use a razor very often. I use a beard trimmer because it's not necessary. Right. Unless I'm like dressing up for something, you know. And right. then I'll obviously I'll shave. But yeah, I I actually had a friend. Uh, I mean, we're talking 15, 16 years ago. My friend John uh, Franz, he uh he used that kind of razor and had like the badger hair brush and the the mug soaps I've and done all that, all that stuff. too i've had and that he, for he a long swore time. by it and i never saw that guy with razor burn mm-hmm. and he's the one who convinced me if you're going to shave it, the fewest amount of blades possible is is what you should use right and so like you can't i mean you can't i'm sure they exist but they're shit quality so i use just like a standard sh- like a shick disposable razor mm-hmm. with two blades but i do two things that key and i first off those blades last me forever. They last me five, six months, like on one razor, just because I don't shave that much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but two things. One, I dunk it in alcohol. It sits in an alcohol bath, so I, I rarely get razor burn. Or if I do, it it doesn't ever get infected because I didn't push a bunch of weird shit into my skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing is, is uh, I, and, and I've read this online thinking, oh, that can't be real. Uh your blades do get funky over time. They, the 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 trueness they go out of true, right? So you can what you do is you take the your the underside of your forearm, and you rake those blades in the direction of the blade, not not against like you were shaving uh-huh, uh-huh. the other direction, and do that twenty times, rinse it off. Put it in alcohol, which is a, and it which lasts is a, longer. It's kind of like using a strop. It's the, like it's like using a leather. The strop. other thing that keeps them is because they they do get you know, with our hard water here, and then back east, even though they're stainless, they do get light corrosion on yeah, them for sure. And so the way to really handle that, you could keep an alcohol that helps too. Or if, they, if you dunk them in alcohol and then take them out, it, the alcohol dries. You know, there's no water on there, yeah. so they will last longer, keep a better edge if they're dry. If you rinse them all out, yeah, blow it you know, with your with your when you nice you know blow it out really strong. And then hang them up or something like that. So they will see. But all that. And then after after I started using the, if you actually buy the little, uh, I, I bought a whole gross of whatever uh, case of the uh, of the uh, double-edged. Double-edged blades. Blades. For it, yeah. for, you know, and they come in a small box. There's like, I don't know, 10 of them there or something. And I bought it. I have like a 500 fucking of those things. That will last you the rest of your life. Yeah. And and and, you, and it was you just, 10 bucks you, you or something. Do, yeah, you just do the math and it's like and most of them here's what's interesting. I found that most of the um metal blades like that that you buy are made in Israel. Cuz I'm into where are these things made. I want to are yeah. these Chinese are they I'm hoping they're like German or Japanese or Swiss, but they're Israel. And I went all right, those guys are into it. Apparently, they've been making blades for a lot of years right. in that that area of the of the world, and we're always known as the master bladesmiths. That's that's how, uh, you know, like in the, I want to say it's yeah, in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, right? Yes, and they're uh, talking about uh, Spanish. These are made by Spanish steel from Spanish blacksmiths, twice as hard as as English steel. They know what they're doing. Yeah, that's that has root. There, there's there, there's actual historical, you know. Uh, basis for that mm-hmm. because when the Moors, you know, the Muslim, the, the Saracens, you know, mm-hmm. came in and, and, and invaded Spain and were there for seven, 700 years or so, um, 
that influence came from you know that the, they taught the Spaniards how to do it because they had been making blades for five six hundred years there that were better than anybody else in the world. They would break other swords in half, cut them in half. Mm-hmm. So the the fuck those folks in the Middle East they've been making swords for a long time. So presumably they can handle uh you know smaller blades. Mm-hmm. And I I've actually never used one of those safety razors. I never used my grandfather's for 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 one reason or another. I I just. Well, Never thought about it or forgot about it or whatever. I, I will tell you, it's what my, it's what my uh, grandfather had, for sure. I saw that in, in their bathroom when I was growing up. Like hanging on the little stand? Yeah, or something. Yeah. And then, and then um, I don't remember. What, I was probably reading. I mean, here's the odds are. I was probably reading an actual magazine 15 years ago, and it was probably in like Men's Health or GQ or something like that. So say you want to up your shaving game, and it's kind of cool anyway. Chicks dig it whatever because yeah. plastic blades look kind of shitty I mean, they just kind of do yeah it's another disposable item in your world yeah you know yeah that's true so uh i went all right so i did it. it's intimidating the first time i'm telling you right now the first time you put that in there and the blade is 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 more there that that blade is so much sharper those those right. blades that you're buying are so much sharper than what you would get like off the shelf at like well, walmart or something plus like again that. so i i did hack up my face a, a couple of a couple of times um it, it, there's a certain angle you want to kind of get once you get used to it it's no problem but it takes some training because you can be kind of horsey with a uh with a disposable blade because there's all these safety measures they have and right how the ends are cut and how deep it is inside and all the different angle and all that you, know, you can really be sloppy with it and not really cut yourself up at all but so you have to be a little more careful with it so i remember the first the first few times it took a while to shave and going this is not gonna if i can get used to this this is not going to be any better for me but I did, and then um, now I, you know, it was a little bit my beard, if you want to call it, my face hair was a little bit longer than normal, wasn't that long, a little bit longer than normal, and uh, it took way too long. There's still pieces that are here, and I had to keep going over and over, and then clear all the shit out more. Those other, the single edge uh, or the whatever, the double edge safety razors. There's room in there for your for the soap and the hair, yeah, to, to go away, right? And you can just, but I remember having a face full of fucking blood and that's when i get in getting the uh the little pens a little styptic yeah styptic, styptic pens uh, yeah that's pens. the funny thing is i didn't even know those existed until my buddy showed me his his safety razor that or he is uh the, yeah is the safety razor yeah the safety razor are called yeah uh and they're called safety his. you think wow they're not that safe compared to what we have now no they're it's called that because it's not the old it's, western it's, barber it's way safer than a fucking straight blade what is that uh 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 Straight razor, yeah, uh, it's way safer than that. Straight the whole razor. world you ever, used to do until. Have you ever used a straight, out. straight or a safety razor I've, before? I, Sorry, me, straight razor. Sorry, ha- straight razor. Me personally, no, I've had had my face shaved. I, I have too. I've, I, I, I have uh, one of my grandfather's, you know, uh, straight razors, and I'm t- fucking terrified of trying to use it on my face because mm-hmm. I'll fuck myself up. Because I've had a, I've had one straight razor shave in my life. It was the day of my wedding, mm-hmm. and. Uh, there's an old timey barbershop in the Riverside. I I don't even know if it's still there, but it was. It was three or four old barbers and shaved everybody. I've the had be- mine. best my best man and the groomsman. Like there, there's yeah. a few places you can do it in Vegas, and I had uh, there was a a female friend I was picking up from Vegas. I thought I'm just gonna go there early. I'm gonna get a fucking shave. You know, I haven't in a. It's been a while. I had had one years ago, but certainly Vegas has a couple. Which they do. They have a few places. Yeah. It was a woman. It was a younger. She was probably in her mid twenties or thirty years old. That that uh, shaved me. Oh, God, <laughs> Jesus. I knew you were going that yeah, way. No, I'm not going that way. Uh, but anyway, it was just it's hard to say 
shave. She shaved me without people kind of giggling, right? You, you could just say you say your barber, who happened to be female, right, gave me a straight razor shave. And she wasn't one of those places you go to where they're topless or some bullshit like that. They probably have those in Vegas. <coughs> there is everything in, in Vegas. Vegas. So, um, but I did notice this: the blade she was using, they're kind of disposable too. But they're, but they're also, they're not like the old school ones. No, they're not. Where the, where they're, the blade is really exposed. Right. In other words, I think they can only if they were to go crazy and cut you. It would only go so deep because the blade is just sticking there's, out. There's a, a guard bit. on it, and it was yeah. it, it was a disposable blade. It looked like it was to me. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what uh, Josh, my barber, has. Okay, yeah, and so only barbers go- can do it. Only barbers can use those kinds of razors. So that you can't just go sell. I those don't or think cosmetologists can use that. Like, or, I'm sorry, you have to have a barber license okay. to do that. I think it used to be like that. I'm not sure if that's the same. I'm sure Katie will let us know. Can you get your barber license without actually learning how to shave somebody? There, no, there's a qu- I don't think so. I think you that's part of. I'm so. almost positive it's okay. part of it. It's like another. I think Josh told me it said it's like you have a cosmetology license and then you have a, an extra thousand hours or something like that, or two thousand hours or some shit you have to do uh-huh. to to become to call yourself a barber. And and that goes back to old timey days when they used to. They were also surgeons. Yes, that's another reason why uh, cosmetologists and barbers uh, are not allowed to operate out of their home. They have to operate out of an establishment. And it's because of safety. I um, well, they they should. Yeah, I. But this agree. is one of those things too, where a lot of people are going to go. Well, it's another thing, government overreach, and we bullshit this. And no, fuck that. It, it literally goes back to the back to the days where they. Well, there's also a lot of liability. Mm-hmm. And and if you that I'm okay with that level of government intrusion, so to speak, into my barber. Because what if you have a shit barber? And don't tell me. Oh well, the open market fucking. We'll take care of it. Your hair will grow out. Your hair will grow out. Yeah, or or you have somebody who doesn't know what they're fucking doing, doesn't sanitize things, and you spread MRSA to a bunch of people. But then someone, the libertarians, are going to say, "Well, they'll eventually go out of business because the word will spread." Yeah, well, I don't want to take that risk, and neither do most fucking people because you have that some of that shit you have for life or hepatitis. That's saying eventually a bad airline with shitty maintenance is going to go out of business too because they're going to crash enough planes in the meantime. Kill enough. Let's kill a bunch of fucking people. Yeah, how many people are going to go through the process? But that regulation goes back uh, over a hundred years, and that it go it, it comes from barbers removing tooths, excising cysts, uh, cutting off moles, skin tags, shit like that. They did like minor surgery. Yeah, that's a minor surgery and oral care. Like they, they I think they, they should keep doing. I think that would be a great place for they should keep doing. I'm serious. You should be able to go to a place like that that can also take care of a mole. And, you know, rather than just having the dermatologist be able to do it, there should be options, you know. Hey, you want to get rid of the skin tag? Sure. Cool. You just slice it off and do a styptic or septic or yeah. whatever the fuck it is. Styptic. Septic, not septic. Styptic. Styptic. And then, uh, you know, you're on your way. Rather than having a dermatology appointment. Right. I mean, seriously. No, why? I'm with you. I you get know, it. Just do basic yeah. little things. <laughs> it should be this way. Fucking hair talk on cartoon casual. Hair talk is important. Um, oh, I was going to mention that, uh, oh, this episode, speaking of hair talk, has nothing to do with it, is uh, indeed sponsored by, oh, Joe's drinking. I'm sorry, him, you guys. I haven't finished my sentence. My allergies flared up like crazy this morning, and uh, like, I'm not sneezing and hacking and coughing, but I cannot drink enough water, and my voice is getting scratchy. This episode is brought to you by whom? Uh, the uh, Crystal's Damn Wine Bar. <laughs> yes. He's the, cellar, the Cellar Door Wine Bar. Which CDWB. Has, yes. Yeah, Crystal's Damn. The Cellar Door Wine Bar downtown Kingman, Arizona. Which 
they got new signage barrels back oh, backlit. Oh, it's so cool! It's like half uh, uh, wine barrels cut in half with CDWB for cellar door wine bar, uh, and the, the 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 each letter is inside of the barrel and it's backlit. No, I haven't seen looks, that. At, have you seen it? I'm yes, seen it at yeah, it looks look good. Yo, it looks so good. Can you? I had here's a technical question. Can you? Is it lit in such a way that you can read the letters at night? Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right, yeah. good. It's not like coming yeah. from behind. It's like in uh, in uh, in uh, shadow or something. No, you can you can you can see it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's great. It looks really neat. And they're doing some more work. Yeah, they, they're, they're doing a post. Yeah, so they're doing yeah. a lot of remodeling right now. Which is, I, I it's going to improve the acoustics and the lighting and everything. I'm 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 pumped. That's the main thing. Again, we're so excited to have uh, Jeremy and Crystal there because. They're both in, you know, Jeremy's a musician and they wanted to have, that's the first place he said he, he played in public. Yeah. I didn't know that until he started talking about it. Wasn't the first place he played in public. That's what he said. Is that how he worded it? Because he was definitely in bands for 20 years before that. Okay. Maybe it's the first place I, he played I, on that side of the street in that block. I think that was the <laughs> in downtown Kingman. At Maybe those that's GPS what it was. Words. No, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember exactly how he worded it, and I thought I also remember being significant. Maybe the first place of business that he played. That uh, first that place of it. like yeah, downtown or something like that. But yeah. But now he's a boozer and a musician, so he's it's a, appropriate that he owns. He's a boozician. <laughs> he's a boozician. So if you guys want a place to hang out, relax enjoy some lovely new wines that they're carrying and some live music. I That's bought, where you got to go. The cellar door downtown Kingman, Arizona. I bought the last bottle of a, an entire vintage that, uh, that uh, the other night, Thursday night last week. Mm-hmm. And because it was so such a good red wine, Jeremy uh, poured me a glass from his bottle. I'm like, all right, I got to buy a bottle. And he goes in the back and he's like, this is the last one. Wow. Damn it. I'm like, Oh, good. I'll take it. And it's one of uh, uh, Eric Lomsky's uh, wines from, uh, well, Eric Lomsky's a, I don't know what, I don't know what he would call himself. He's a wine guy, but Eric Lomsky's a guy that's, you know, uh, behind um, uh, Stronghold. Yes. Down out of, uh, outside of Tucson, or uh, and then a handful of others. But the the big one that he's helped was uh, Maynard Keenan's, like his, his, uh, his wine selection, like yes. his whole... The vineyards and everything, and taught Maynard Keenan they how are, to do that stuff. I so if they were, uh, I don't know this. I don't know if they're they, business partners. Yeah, or, the partners or are just he's a. It could be. I, I would assume as such because okay. I know that the, in the beginning, a lot of uh, a lot of the grapes were being purchased from Stronghold while Caduceus was while they were while they were growing their vines. So we're going to find that out, or he could be on yeah. a retainer. Let's say our long term consultant. Probably you know, at, we're, we're going to find this yeah, out at some point. We will find this out. Maybe In the meantime, go enjoy some of these wines at the Cellar Door Wine Bar. Downtown Kingman, Arizona. Exactly. That's it. Enough of you. All right. Hey, let's take a break. Already? Yeah. Fine. Fine. Oh, little sicky seems to be the pain. Got all these herbs, don't mean a fucking thing. I'm the little witch with the magic tricks. Mistrust the White House, come and get your fix. It's not about the numbers, what you feel is real. Crystals raise the light, the taste of arms peel. Open the mind, change the mind, it's how we achieve. Can't hurt to try, right? It's what I believe. Witch doctor, a witch doctor, a witch doctor, a witch doctor. Come here and complain I give you cleanliness while I make 
All right, semi-serious topic, Joe. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But we don't have to. This is not This is not a political. We're not going to turn it into a political topic either. Okay. It is, is not. Okay. Won't do it. I guess i got to put my headphones on. There we go. That's now, now much better. Can, much better. Well, it's better for because I'm hiding my head more. That's I mean, better yeah. better for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, the square footage there is just too much. A lot of real estate. There are a lot of real estate. <laughs> what fucking acreage that this man has on his cranium. Um... So, it is assumed, maybe some people don't know this, that Mr. Fauci et al. lied early, early on about masks. He didn't lie. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, I don't think he lied. Well, he, he said, don't run out and get a bunch of masks right now. It's not really that critical. And I believe he said that he did say this. But I believe it was on purpose so people wouldn't go out and hoard fucking masks. Yeah. And then everybody would have it. So that was a a lie or if did is that did he do that? I I remember him saying this, but then they changed their mind once I believe and they, the hospitals knew they were gonna have enough supply and that kind of crap. Yeah, that's something you and I talked about with Dr. Fauci is that the man is brilliant. He's absolutely I'm fucking about brilliant. This one topic though, and I'm gonna go with, with some of this. Hang on, give me a second. Okay. He uh he is a, he is a fucking brilliant virologist and epidemiologist. He knows his shit. Mm-hmm. He worked on developing AZT for HIV and AIDS patients. Mm-hmm. He worked on developing the test to figure out if people are HIV positive. What he's terrible at is public information. He should have a public information person just to speak for him. Because he did not explain in the beginning, hey, you guys are going to see science playing out in real time, and this is going to be scary because we don't know a lot of stuff. That throws people into a panic, and I guarantee you there's all sorts of federal advisors that don't say that stuff. So I know I know for a fact that the man is brilliant, and I know that he deserves every accolade that he's got except for being a, a good public speaker. So it makes me wonder – So and. Go ahead. Okay, so the with the with that re- referring to the masking thing, yeah, that was a dumb move. That was a really stupid fucking move. What he should have said was, "Please don't go out and buy a bunch of masks, especially medical grade masks, because our hospitals are going to need them." Okay, what he should have said was that, or or something along those. Li- they should have had an actual, real, live, all normal networks and cable 
please carry this because we're about to go out and make a very important announcement. Right. And it should be even probably laid out even more carefully than what you just said, probably more more so than that. So more now, delicately, yeah. So now the or or firmly, like we're trying to educate people on a certain level, but really importantly. So the question is, I've got two. This is the two part sort of fucking question or comment. Would that have worked? In other words, don't you think that there's enough people out there that still would have said this is masks are obviously important? Fuck that guy. And going to Amazon during the middle of his speech and ordered a whole bunch of shit anyway. There's still going to be a run on it. There, there was no good way to attack this because of the dismantling of the pandemic response team at the CDC. Period. End of story. Right. That happened in 2018, I believe. That's that's the root cause of a lot of the problems in in the United States for for right, the, because this pandemic. They, it was taken apart before that. Yeah, it was it was it was just completely right. dismantled. So again, now back to the whole thing where Mr. Eric Weinstein says the the, the problem with everything that were in his mind can every issue with let's say business or government or geopolitical you know it's it's a it's a massive void in true leadership. You know, because we don't really know what a real leader looks like anymore. He goes, and so now, now it's have a free for all. And then there's trust issues created that are created from that. Correct. And then, and then, if a true leader does come along, and it's been so long since we ha- we've seen one, and folks, we're not talking about a president or just a president. Right. We're talking about no, it's across the board. C- CEO, CFOs, CNO, CMO. What do they call it? it? In, with in, a, no, like, institutional. We talk about institu- that institutional, institutional trust, trust, and, and leadership, and, and leadership, <laughs> and you deal with it where you work at. Yeah, both places. Yeah, if you don't have faith in your leadership, then and, and you and you don't have faith in leadership for so long, right? You get numb to all of that. You're just and, used to it, but you also lose that part of your brain that goes, "This person's a good leader," right? Because you have trust issues. It's kind of like honestly, like if you, uh, like in my case, I've 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 definitely dated a handful of women that gave me terrible fucking trust issues because I was lied to, I was cheated on multiple sure. times from multiple people, which gives you the that you're like oh shit, it's it, again, it's like the boy who cried fo- cried wolf. If you have a thousand people that have cried wolf over the years, that one that comes along, you're probably not going to recognize that they're fucking right. a good leader, right? Because, because you just don't you half don't have the people. That. If you're on, if it's a political leader, half the people almost are going to think it's bullshit. Absolutely, because they're not, not they're not a Republican, they're not a Democrat. Yeah. Well, here we go. What's well, really know. it's really has nothing to do with either one of those. Right. That's a cop out. That's a lazy brain way of going out. Looking at things like that in a partisan way is just lazy. Because brain. What's so there's a little funny test you can do too, where you can say, um, you know, like here's someone's uh, political. Uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, God darn it, their uh, platform. Right, you know, and here's what they believe: this, 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 this. Would you vote with that person? Hell yeah! Well, guess what, Mr. Republican guy, they're a Democrat. Yeah, you know. And then or you, if and you flip it, you the same way. Flip it the other way. Yeah. And they, well, I would never vote for a Democrat or Republican. You know, there, there's there's that, and those are people you can't it's, deal it's, with, and I have no time for. It's being sold a brand without actually knowing what the substance is. Yep. It's the same way with like craft beer versus the big boys. Bud Miller and Coors. My dad has always voted Democrat. My dad has always drank Bud Light. And we're My always going to do that. Yes. Here and we it go. it sucks, man. It's so fucking... Right. Shit is way, way more complex okay, than that. Okay, so let's... There was still kind of a run on masks anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there, there was anyhow. And if they would have said... But if they, they could have come out and really made it a, a point to say, please just, you know, for a couple of weeks, just be careful. Let's just be careful out there. Keep your distance. Don't do this, and just let us solve this problem. Let us get our masks in place for the medical field. 
okay, everybody got this? Is everybody all right with that? You know, buy what you want to buy in the stores, but we're going to have to, they're going to also have to ask the, uh, <laughs> here's where you start stepping in areas that I don't mind stepping in this area, the, uh, the uh, 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 public or private companies don't, you know, if you get them in stock, we're going to buy them from you. And don't don't give all your stock up in the system in the pipe in all your stores right now. We need these right now. Right. So you're gonna you know that's where people are gonna fucking flip flip, flip the fuck fuck. Well, I can't even say freep fuck. That's how you can't you can't say freep fuck, but you can't say flip the fuck out. <laughs> right. Uh, so so all right so all right now we but w- what if right now what if right because people when they admit they make a mistake they say that you get some some redemption obviously. What if right now they were to come out at some point and say, we're going to have a five-minute conversation here. We did this on purpose. Yeah, people have been able to figure this out, and we're just going to go ahead and say this is what happened. We thought there was going to be a run on stuff, which maybe there would have been anyway. Yeah, they could have just said this is panic mitigation. Right, that's, but, what, that's, that's, right. All, that's what they were trying to do. But they, they, what if they come, were to say it now, say that's why we did it? You know, yes, we, you are – half the people out there are correct – and it's saying that we did not tell you the full truth, and we did it on purpose to try to save the medical industry and the people out there that are going to be saving lives. That's how important. We didn't handle it correctly. But you know, from now on, right. we're going to come out and have these little press conferences, and we're going to do the best we can to answer as truthfully as we can. I think that would have been a good thing to do a year ago. Do you think I right now it I think there would be zero redemption, and he would get fired. It's, it's, too, it's too late. Yeah, and he would have to resign or something like that, which is a terrible pockmark on an otherwise stellar fucking career but also there's i don't know and, and i don't maybe this is just me having me be still somehow at 40 years old i'm still an idealist i don't know how that works i, thought no, that I am was, a little bit I, too so you still have hope when you're my yeah. age you can still be some well, of an that's idealist. good to know that in yeah. 20 years i might still have you know some not sort quite of 20 years okay excuse me 18 years there we go thank you very much <laughs> Anyway, so re- no, I do no, have. Don't, no, I wouldn't be wanting to do this big fucking project out here that we're doing. If you didn't have that, no. I, what, what I was getting at was, yeah. uh, is in the beginning, I think Fauci, me personally, if it were me, I would have come out and said, okay, here's what we know, and very limited amount of information. This is what we know. You know, it's causing this, this, and this. It's incredibly virulent, and we have nothing to combat it other than treating the symptoms. Like right now, we cannot. We, we don't, have don't know. We know that in viruses of this type, droplet precautions are all, really all that's necessary. A cloth mask should be okay, but social distancing and uh, social distancing is even more effective, and so on and so forth. That's all we know. Any questions? Well, what about this? We don't know. If you just say, you just come out and say, you know what? I we don't know. This is brand new. This is brand new information. We've mm-hmm. known about influenza for seventy years, you know, or ninety years. We 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 know a lot about that, and we know that the we've less contact, about, either know, standing by someone or physical yes, contact, we know that that's yes. we know that that's going to work. Right. So, in similar cases with similar viruses, we know what to do. That's all we know about this one right now. You're watching science play out in real time. And there's going to be a lot of things that we don't know, but every week or maybe even every day, we're going to know more and more and more. Having that level of humility, I feel like would have gone really, really well for uh, the uh, the American public or for, and, and, and worldwide as well. Right. I, but I also wonder if that people just say, well, they don't know anything. These big brain scientists, you know, there's always going to be meatheads that say that. Right. Like these big brain scientists, they know what they know because it's gone through their their theories and things that they've they've been tested and tried and true to the nth fucking degree. 
this shit's brand new. Now, I will tell you this. When, when he first started saying that, like, hey, you know, I knew that was bullshit, you know, but I, I didn't, I wasn't mad at the government at that point. I was like, all right, you know, and I, and, and we already had actually, we had a bunch of N95 stuff here right, for my business and other options, you know, and other, so we weren't really in a, in a, in a situation. I said, well, if we need to wear these, when we go out, we've got some here. And I told my crew that I said, we've got to, yeah. let's, let's be careful on using it all up. Cause we got to have it for our business too. But, but let's just, you know, and then they were really ran out and it's like, well, I guess we're going to be running out now. That was a problem. Yeah. But, um, Jesus, where was I? What did I, what did I start out with my sentence? What did I say? Um, you knew it was bullshit. Oh in, yeah. In the beginning. But the same, it was kind of funny because I resolved to, yeah, I can see why they're lying because you got a bunch of dumbasses. We got a bunch of panicky, like people are just panicky by nature. Right. That's a, f- a fight or flight response. So it I just, said, we'll, it, just, it's we'll figure this out. We'll, we'll get the uh, the supply chain. We'll catch up of it, which they have. You can get N95 masks that are available. They're out there. And, you know, we've, we're, we're bringing some manufacturing back on shore. You know, this is going to be a normal thing now. We're going to have a strategic way uh, to make... I believe to make more masks here, you know, they're cranking them out. We're making factories and stuff here now for this or not. We're shifting over yeah. uh production supply. I believe you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that was my question. My question is, we know they lied, you know, we're still going to run anyway. And, and was there any kind of redemption at this point? If they were to admit it, then that was it. That's well, it's also like admitting that in the beginning shows weakness. And that's something that we just culturally kind of don't like to do, which is unfortunate because I don't see it as weakness. I see it as vulnerability. And those are two very are, different things. There is a chunk of people who respect that also. Absolutely. Because people are tired of being bullshitted. Yes, I I agree. And it was the it was definitely handled incorrectly from a PR perspective in the beginning. Which also makes me wonder how, what high level I would love, dude, I tell you, I would love this for a job. I would love to be on a panel, you know, when when you have the highest level of decisions being made of how they handle something about, about, I would love to be in a room where they have Fauci or the president or people like that and they're fielding questions. You know, you do a mock you do a mock, right? But they do this all the time, yeah. you know. And now we're coming out with this about, you know, I would say, are you sure you want to bullshit the people? Are you sure you want to do this? Right. Because you know, someone in the room at that point just said, "This is going to have repercussions with trust mm-hmm. going on with this massive fucking thing that we don't understand." You're about to lose a trust. So someone in that room, I wonder if they, that could have been said. That could have been said, and people could have believed it. But they said, "We don't, we don't trust enough people to not buy masks." Right. So yeah, right. you're right, Joe, Fred, Susie, but we're gonna lie anyway. You know, I, I wonder if that conversation happened. I, I would yeah. love to be paid for that kind of work to to the what ifs and, and really just to come up with that, drill the, down and come up with the answers. And yeah, how, how they're gonna really how they're really gonna say stuff and spin stuff. I would love to be to be paid for that. I really would. Yeah. I think it'd be really interesting. Man, it, just uh, you know I follow this from the very beginning. From from the moment that I heard the first like little news blip, I was working I this you know they you know in China they they uh it had been going on for about a month right. or so, right? They're seeing this nasty respiratory thing come out. My mom my mom, sorry I did I missed your call. I love that. She's like it took her 12 hours to <laughs> 14 out no excuse me 15 hours saw i missed your call oh mom i love you and went to bed early last night anyway um 
I remember I started hearing little blips about this respiratory, you know, thing happening in China, and then they finally made the announcement. I was at work at the hospital New Year's Eve, which, you know, they're like 12 hours ahead, 14 hours ahead, something like that, wherever they were, maybe even 15 hours ahead. So they were making a press conference on January 1st saying, hey, we've got this. It's spreading like wildfire. We don't know exactly what it is. We think it's a coronavirus. We think this, da, da, da. And I remember reading that. I like refreshed like my Google News feed like 3 a.m. And I saw that. I'm like, oh, shit, this could be pretty bad. If you remember, right, I was like. Oh, early on, yeah, <clears throat> way early. And then uh, the uh, Johns Hopkins put together that website that feeds in data from mm-hmm. from all around the world and shows you hot spots and how many cases and all that. And I check that shit every single day, every mm-hmm. single day. Because it that shit. It was has, amazing how it went from. And that was even kind of like when they had a couple hundred cases in like a New York or wherever, it really just popping up first. I'm going, wow, that's It was Washington. Pretty, well, okay. Washington's where it popped up first. I'm going, wow, that happened pretty quick. And then, like, then but now it's well, like 100,000 a day. Yeah. And no one really fucking cares. And then it got to a point where I was checking that website two or three times a day just to see like the new, like the, as, as you know, uh, day turns into night and so on and so forth. Different countries upload, you know, their data. So it would mm. change from day to day throughout the day. Throughout the day, yeah. Um, and, and night. It actually, the, it got, yeah, exactly. And, and at night, it, it it got to a point where after like probably four or five months of that, I I just had to stop. I had to stop looking at it mm. because it was just freaking me out. It was just, it was way too much information. And then seeing it coming into town and seeing it firsthand, see something go from a cluster of 40 or 50 cases in yeah, China. Yeah, it was really low. Early, early on, the numbers yeah. were like extremely low. It's like, yeah. well, that's not a lot, but oh my gosh, it tripled overnight. That's weird. And, that's, then- <laughs> and that's the shit that, that when it, because it's just exponential. Yeah. And uh, now that with contact, uh, is a contract? Yeah, contact tracing, they found that the first cases weren't in, the first cases in the U.S. were not in Washington State. They were in New York, and they came from people that had traveled in Europe from, to- from Europe yeah. to New York City. Yeah, yep. It traveled from China or went like went to China, went back to Europe, came to the U.S. And now travel and restrictions it. are back up between Europe and America. Oh, they, they kind of they, you know, those are back up now again. Yeah, because it's, it, it's getting nasty. It's terrible. The whole the, the whole thing's awful, and a lot of it was mismanaged. Very, it was the last time that we really had to mobilize for something like this was. I, like for something as bad as a pandemic was like World War Two. Oh, that's what I was going to say exactly. That was like, the last like big mobilization. Copper driver, metal driver, aluminum recycling. Yes, all, all that, that stuff. stuff. Everybody turn your lights out in the West Coast or the East Coast, and you know you had to have cooperation from right. everybody. Right, and and things have deteriorated in leadership mm-hmm. so far since then. You wonder that, if that, that would that, even be a thing right yeah, now anymore? Yeah, exactly. No one's going to give a fuck. Right, so it. The whole thing was definitely mismanaged from the get-go, and it wasn't mismanaged because of lack of leadership or skill. It was mismanaged from terrible PR. Yeah. And I, I, I 100% blame the folks surrounding uh, Dr. Fauci for that right. because that guy's not stupid. He knows his shit, and I guarantee you he was made to be a puppet I wonder if he should have times. quit during the Trump administration. I wonder if he should have quit. I think he had a responsibility. He looked at the – because when you're – a pandemic's going on. And you're that high up in the, in, you know, in in the CDC and the academic community as a whole. He's a doctor. You're he's responsible. An, he's, a, he's an yeah. MD, and, and you're responsible for your patients and the patients for the American public. Right. And I, honestly, and that's and he, I, I guarantee you, he'll write a book about all this and he'll say something like that in and, there. And to be honest, too, I mean, 
I don't give a fuck what side you're on. I mean, Trump didn't help the situation. He just did not help. There, the, about the only thing he did help was mobilizing uh, and speeding up the process for the vaccine. Correct. Which was, which was a great thing. Correct. But what was, was interesting, he did all that and threw all that money at it. But everything surrounding that was... Yeah. Was I don't need it, I you know, and then he he comes back after the hospital. I mean, we stood on the steps of his the White House and yeah. tore his mask off victoriously, right? And all this stuff surrounding it was just like the weird. E- the ego situation in that was really it, it was really really poor. And they say he was optics. really bad off, and they had to throw they had to really throw everything at him to make yeah. him to not have him die. Yeah, I'm, he was really bad off. I understand. I would not be shocked if uh, when Donald Trump does die. It'll be uh, fucking massive, like organ failure or like liver, probably liver or kidney failure, mm-hmm. and it's not because of his twelve pack of diet coke a day and the no alcohol he drinks. It's going to be because of that heavy, heavy, heavy regimen that he did what a year, year and a half ago, mm-hmm. year ago, and like because that shit when you start throwing shit, I'm like, yeah, you're gonna save him, but what's gonna happen later on? Yeah. Now. So it's a yeah the whole thing the the other thing about being truthful we spoke about before we started recording was that it really would be I know we see a lot of stuff on the news some news places record it or report it more than others but to really be in your face have a national news conference on this is what it's like to be intubated and more kids are you know to really really lay it on the line say this is what it's about you know and and and, and to really not just give the numbers, but here's the experience that your family and friends and you might have yeah. if you go in here. And like some people would ignore it, as you pointed out. Well, as they when all you start do, telling but- people that one in four, like, uh, or excuse me, yeah, only like something like one in four, or it's either one in four or one in three people actually come off of a ventilator. Well, everybody comes off of ventilators, just whether or not you're able to breathe on your own. Mm-hmm. And only about one in three or one in four, I'll have to look those up, but I know it's 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 a huge chunk never leave the hospital. They, yeah. they never leave the hospital. And anybody who's ever worked in or around an ICU knows that. Yeah. And that, so that's, that's not, that that's, word is not really getting out there. It's almost like it's, people it, that are isolated or they, they hear these things like, oh, the state of Pennsylvania or something is having a problem now. And they, but they're so far away from it physically. Yeah. They're, and they they're, don't really know anybody directly that it's got into it. So like, eh, yeah. this is all bullshit because it's not happening right, right in front of you. It's bullshit. Yeah. And that's a problem with the trust thing too, and the leadership and all that kind of stuff. And that and 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 it used to be you could trust your doctor. Yes, and you you could trust your your nurse practitioner or PA whoever you see your 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 care provider. I still kind of do that. And if I see the doctor, I see with my bullshit face crap is like I trust him for the most yeah, part. I do. Yeah, yeah but the uh, vast majority of people in that they don't have that. They don't yeah. have that trust. They don't because they've been dicked over. Healthcare sucks. It's expensive. It's time consuming. Yeah, healthcare. Uh, in, in, in that's this, that big major problem. That's a huge. Yeah, that's and, showing everything. And specifically in this local local area, we do not have enough clinicians to handle the population we have and the ailments they have. We just don't. Yeah, we just don't. Which and is, which is going to be people, a challenge moving forward for this community. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because you 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 have people that are just like, well, it's I, I can't get in to see a doctor for nine months. Nine months, you know, things yeah, like that. Yeah. Like that's uh, that's incredible. I need to start thinking about that. It's uh, you have to have a primary care provider because that's the thing. People, what the problem is, people don't do regular physicals and things like right. 
which I do, and it's easy for me to say, oh, well, I get a regular physical. It's easy. To, well, that's because I work at a hospital, and it's it's kind of mandated, and I just tack on more shit it's all, and have blood tests and things like that. Yeah, it's done. easy for yeah, and it's also easy for it, people. There are certain political people in nationally and locally that say, well, you know, whether you get the vaccine or not, you should have a discussion with your primary, with your family doctor and your pri-. people say this. I'm going to say that. I like, really wonder how many people in this community, in this county actually have a primary yeah. care doctor or rural, honestly, or even more rural, rural communities and say, I don't know, Tennessee, uh, Northern Mississippi, Northern right. Alabama, places that are out in the sticks, West Virginia, what's Eastern the, Ohio. What's the percent on it? We don't know. But I'll bet it's less than half that actually have a regular oh, doctor they go to. I would agree 100%. Yeah. So when you make these statements like, well, you should consult with your physician, this is either cool. either, either totally fucking bullshit and they know it's bullshit. I'll wait three months to consult with my physician because that's the next time I can get in to see them. Yeah, or f- let me go find one. Yeah. It's when no you take shit. on new patients. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. So that, that's that's a bullshit answer. It's, it's passing off the answer to something else. Put it off on your. We're putting my answer off on your physician. You and your consultation. Let those guys figure it out. That's bullshit because they don't have physicians. They just don't. Yeah, they don't. And well, they know. do. It's called the ER. There. Oh God. Yeah, it's the worst. And folks, if you do that, if you use the emergency room and the folks that work there for things that are not emergencies, and not things that you think are emergencies, right. I'm talking about broken bones, heart attacks. Things right. you need stitches for, a kid with a super high fever. Those are emergencies. They right. need immediate medical intervention. Not for your arthritis. Right. Not because you're uh, you know, a type two diabetic that is non compliant. That doesn't are, are those, those visits those are, going down now because of COVID, people are taking more out of the hospital or are they still I have I honestly I'd have to talk okay. to my ER folks. I'm not sure if they're up or down. Okay. I don't want to speak to that because I don't work in the ER. I have a ton of friends that do. But that's not something that's come up. Oh, you want to um, shift gears? <laughs> fucking from, away from healthcare? Fucking always. Okay, I have a funny. I do have to go to work tomorrow. I know, and plus we only have, a, I'm not hand, on the we clock. have a handful of minutes. But this is kind of a funny thought I had. I thought, you know, uh, Elon Musk has the boring company. People don't know this. It's not. Yes. It could be kind of boring, but it's uh, they're to get cut big holes in the under the earth and make tunnels, and the whole idea is to move people and maybe cars around yeah. and get rid of some of the traffic. That's the short explanation. And they're doing a project in Vegas. They're going to expand it, I think, to the airport mm-hmm. from the strip and things like that. And anyway, I think that's they're, I think they're signing contracts. Yeah. And stuff to, anyway, um, would it be racist if? Oh God. Elon, I mean, he lives in Texas now too. Would it be racist if Elon Musk recognized the the tunnel boring acumen of no Mexican no. Hispanic people and decided to give them a new lease on life and have them work for the boring company and actually teach it wouldn't it be it'd be kind of funny, but is that racist? It's not racist. First off, Mexican isn't a race, it's an ethnicity. Hispanic Okay, fine. <laughs> but do you really want to employ the people that work for the cartels? 
but let's assume they're they're forced to do it. Let's assume that and, and he can educate these people and say, look, because he says you don't have to go to college because I don't even care if you graduate high school as long as you can do this shit. Right. Well, you could take some of these people that are really industrious, and I'm sorry, after all, people Mexicans don't work very hard. You want to see them fucking dig tunnels? That's my favorite. That I, that's <laughs> Is that Doug Stanhope that said that? He goes, I don't know. how is it that people say Mexicans are lazy and taking all of our jobs in the same fucking <laughs> sentence? How stupid do you have to be to think those things? <laughs> <laughs> Try and think those things at the same time, you fucking more. Like I've always thought that. Like, and, but do you know where the myth of the the quote unquote lazy Mexican comes Probably from? Probably we talk about this or not? Siesta it comes siesta from. It comes from yeah. taking a siesta. Right. That's how you work a fourteen hour fucking day, right? Because you take the hottest part, the hottest part of the day with no AC. You have in lunch Mexico. and you take a nap. Yes, right. How fucking much more productive would we be if we if, like? It, yeah. So anyway. That was in cartoons too, by the way, like old Bugs Bunny cartoons. Oh yeah, always showed a Mexican leaning up against a cactus. You don't want no trouble, mate. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. I remember. I definitely remember watching those horrendously fucking. Uh, like in hindsight, you're like, oh shit, that's cringy. But what's funny is you get a little bit older, and I lived in, I lived all throughout the South in Texas, and of course in Georgia, and all the, all the framing and roofing crews out there were all Mexican. Yeah, always. And all listening to Hispanic music and having tamales. I'd go by there and see if I could get some tamales. Usually. Yeah, it's <laughs> they're going to be the best fucking tamales ever. Yep. So, yeah. But they're busting their ass. They're not I, making excuses. They're getting the job done. Yeah, they get out there and they get after it. The funny thing is, like, the I like the idea. I like where you're the, the root of that idea of find the best person for the job always. Right. And the best person to to design tunnels and do, <laughs> do so efficiently as possible, maybe people that are used to digging tunnels under the fucking border. Now, I know that they're doing it by hand with six of dynamite or pickaxes and shit like that, so it's not the same thing as the boring company, but it would be kind of funny if all of a sudden it turned out that, you know, we've done a lot of work and research, and it just turns out the best crews are the are these guys? Hispanic people yeah. that we brought over, and yeah. they they like working underground in the heat of the day. And they figure, <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like, I mean, really? <laughs> so here they are, and we're paying them a shitload a, of money. That's a funny concept. And now they're paying taxes, and they're here, and they're doing this. You know, they're they've got careers now in the uh, in the in the boring industry. In the boring t- I hope someday Elon Musk listens to our podcast. Oh God, he is. No, I not our overlord and savior, Elon oh. Musk, with a blunt. Yeah, I. We, more people need to come into this studio and see that you're shrine to Mr. Musk. People were saying that he is a racist, though, and I'm thinking someone what? said something. Yeah, because I'm thinking, oh, God, hold on a minute. If someone's making a connection, yeah, probably his family did know people in South Africa that were part of the other, you know, whatever that were, you know. Well, most like more than likely, it was his dad. Probably, his, and his dad is a piece of shit, and he hasn't spoken to him because he is a piece of shit. 20, he, he might he even be dead. Yeah, and yeah. he told him he was a piece of shit. Right, and um, he has me think. So I started looking this up. One of the reasons his mom took him out of there was because of apartheid. I, I, uh, it was fucking terrible. So they, that's why they immigrated to Canada. I have hunted. I've done trying to do some confirmation bias and try to find out how what an asshole he is with equality or this or that. And there are some tweets that he made that actually made sense anyway. It was like, hey man, if someone calls you something or or whatever, just you know, fucking ignore him. You know, it was more. Then when people took it wrong, they're like, "He doesn't care about these people." He he, he was trying to say, "You know, we're moving forward." So on the this. people that are criticizing you for something you can't control, color of your skin, right? Whatever, those people don't matter. Ignore them. Right. It but wasn't quite like that, but it was similar. But to people that. don't understand nuance anymore. Like they just right. they, they don't fucking get. They, they just want to like they want to get super fucking mad and blow up because they want to be mad at something, right? People might get mad at him for not having uh, allowing unions for his uh, automobile. Uh, companies but well i mean that's the, a whole other topic and we gotta yeah going, yeah that is a whole other topic but the bottom line with that though is is that he and he said he that he was asked are you pro union or anti-union he said i'm 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 neither 
but my my uh, company shouldn't need unions, right? And you, if they and if they if they uh, they get to the my workers get to a point where they feel like they need a union, something I need to do something to change that. the 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 last two thirds of what I just said were left out in the media. Sure. They just blasted him going anti union. Well, Elon Musk anti union and uh, union busting and all that stuff. That's not what was going on. Then he he was saying there's a disconnect between my middle management who tells me what's going on and the people that are doing the grunt work. I don't even know if That's, Texas, for example, he's building a big factory there, you know, or you know, the Cybertruck, what who else? Yeah, and Model Three is a um, if it's a quote right to work state. I don't even know that. I'm gonna look that up at some point here, yeah. probably today. But I, you know, I just want to know. I'm just because you know we, everybody's leaving. A lot of people are leaving California, and he's just gonna. Besides that, they're the factory that he took over is an old, old factory, and he said he would like to start over, you know, and build something that's modern production, modern setup, and that factory never was that way. Right. It's been around for like 30 years or something like that. So, and they start, and they got from to Shanghai, wherever it was, and then uh, then uh, Berlin, and now Texas. Every one of those factories, they, they say, is uh, is a massive improvement from the previous design. And they're already getting, you know, the Shanghai one was a lot better anyway. But they're already going. They already learned a lot of stuff. To, you know, next time we do that, we're going to change this in Berlin, and we're going to modify this, this, and this. He's constantly looking for improvement. Um, anyway, just a thought. You know, just a thought. Hire a bunch of Hispanics to dig the the tunnels. Oh my God, I'm, me saying that may sound racist, but I just think it would kind of be funny. No, it's like the, the. But again, find the best person for the job. Right. Honestly, I mean, you never know. Yeah, it's like what are they making? Maybe they're making a lot. They're maybe making a lot of money for the cartel. They may be forced. The cartels may be forcing them. That's to do this. most likely what's happening, and that would be actually a nice humanitarian thing to do. And but <laughs> I like Elon Musk. He's like, all right, all right. I've, I've we've, we've tackled electric vehicles. We're doing that. We're tackling batteries. We're doing that. Space travel. Space travel. Doing that. Next thing, I'm going after you cartels, and I have more money than fucking God. You know what he ought to and, do? And I, I like, I would, I would lose my mind. It was like, it's just like hiring mercenaries and shit. Just getting all these mercs out there to just to uh, just start assassinating cartel fucks because those motherfuckers i'm telling you and i have some a little bit of firsthand knowledge of this just by two people that i've known in my life one of them is from puebla the other one's from sinaloa and if you guys know the sinaloa cartels are known as being brutal motherfuckers they both call them genocidal these ladies don't even know each other Mm -hmm. and they both use the term genocide when it came to the cartels Mm mm-hmm I that shit is a fucking disaster down there, and something needs to change. And I hope Mr. Musk does that. But <laughs> I, but I, but if anybody could do it, he was like, oh, really, what we should do is just, you know, uh, 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 we we hire mercs. People want to kill other people, pay them handsomely, kill all the leaders, and just do it, and just get it done. Now I'm not sure if that's gonna. Uh, I, I don't know who that is. Somebody just. Like a somebody quick just, drive-by. Somebody did a drive-by. Somebody just did a drive-by. You're seeing what... Oh, the hangar door's open. Let's look inside there. Um, You're going to get robbed? No. Yeah, not from a silver Honda Accord. A nicer one, too, it looked like. It yeah. was a newer newer model. Um, so I don't think he's going to do that, but there was a group of people, of industrialists. Uh, maybe you remember this. Um, 
I think 15 years ago or 10 years ago, it was some high powered names. I've forgotten who they are now, but maybe it was Bill Gates and might've been Warren Buffett. I think it was Warren Buffett and two other dudes. Warren plus two. Okay. I think. And they said the healthcare system is fucked up and we're going to solve it. You know, they, they actually said, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to have a think tank and we're going to spend some bandwidth here and we're going to spend some time also in some intellectual horsepower and we're going to solve this problem. Right. And then they gave up. Now, yeah. Did now, they know, give do, up or do, were they do you, do you remember this at all? Does yeah. this ring a bell? Yeah. And I also remember uh, Amazon saying, and oh, and Walgreens. Yeah. Walgreens was going to uh, do their own pharma- pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company. It was just pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Amazon was wanting to do the same thing. I have no doubt in my mind, you're the, the you're super rich dudes with the think tank. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised one bit not like not surprised at all if threatening messages came across their desk saying from the pharmaceutical industry going don't you fuck with my yeah, but money you know what you, how you handle it? if you really want to move forward you, you make that public you, you make, go you go here's where we're going you with make this. it public but then you very easily just get a bullet in the back of your head or you have a heart attack or have an accident i'm it happens it fucking happens I, it's I been hap- it. it's been uh, that happened to that judge and her fu- that like the judge uh, uh, in uh, South Car- South Carolina, I think it was South Carolina. She was she was threatened by a group of individuals because she didn't uh, she didn't you know she sentenced somebody or did something fucking wrong, and it had something to do with a lawsuit. And uh, the judge's uh, husband and son were murdered, and she still was like, "This is a prime example of me being bullied. I'm not going to be done." Da, 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 da. Two days later, she's dead. This happened last week. Yeah, but okay, shit like that, if that shit like that I can happen it. to a federal judge, it can happen to a fucking billionaire. It can, but I'm not it's quite that conspiratorial. Sh- you want to know why? Because why isn't Elon Musk dead right now? The motherfucker disrupted the car industry and the oil industry. Yeah. I thought about this. I Believe me, Joe, I think no, about these things. No, I, and I, I, I also often wonder that, too, but I also know he travels with security detail. Sure. And they, I'm sure his shit is picked apart. He also stays all over the place. So I don't... And, and he's not dumb about, like, making announcements like, oh, I'm going here tomorrow. Like, so... I, that doesn't People shock can, me. He hasn't been killed, but it, I wouldn't be shocked if we just don't know about attempts on his life. So maybe it's too yeah. late now, but but I'm saying that people could still kill him, but I think the wheels are are set in motion yeah, it's for already, electric yeah, vehicles. All, Anyhow, yeah. I don't think if he were to die tomorrow, I don't think that this whole movement would go away. It I, may I think, slow down a little bit just because he is a major, he's like the star quarterback, but they're still good members of the team. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, and that I'm kind sure. of stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not quite that conspiratorial, but that would be, that would be the thing to do if he wanted to really, if he's bored with, he goes, all right, I've solved, I'm going to solve it. Healthcare is, you know, kind of not a very sexy thing to discuss, but it affects everybody, everybody. so much, right? Everybody yeah. in a bad way, usually. Anyway, on that note. Well, folks, I hope you enjoy your week. <laughs> I hope we didn't bring you down too much. I think people enjoy serious conversations I, sometimes. I do, people do enjoy serious conversations, but sometimes... Sometimes they just want to check out, but don't check out. No, don't do it. But we still laugh while we're doing this. It's not. We try to. Of course we do. And that's it. All right, folks, stay healthy, stay hydrated. Call your mom; she misses you. I, I, you do it too. Yes, Miss Late Mom. Sorry, missed your call. She did. Well, I did call to brag. Oh. Well, because I, I didn't tell her that I was going to see uh, Revolution again, which is one of her favorite bands, and. I told her I had, there was a, I potentially might have a ticket for Vegas because that show has been sold out for months. Right. 
And that's not and bragging. That's I was gonna be like, hey mom, guess what I'm in line that's for? More She's like, like what? Like, like gloating or something? Or yes, not okay, gloating. It's not bra- gloating. Bragging. I was gonna be a terrible son and gloat to my mother because it's not talent that you went there. That would be bragging if you accomplished something great. <laughs> oh God! You just fucking okay. Fine. Okay. Fine. <laughs> you you know drove the, your car there. Do you know the difference between jealousy and, and envy? Uh, see if you can do it or not. What? If someone can do it, if someone's jealous or if they're envious, it. Do, I don't know. I, I can look up the actual. You want me to look up the actual verbiage of the d- definition? Jealous means I want to take something from you. Yeah. And envy means I wish I had what you have. But what does bragging have to do with either one of those? Well, you said the difference between bragging. And uh, and gloating. Gloating is me just making you feel bad because I'm doing something you wish you could be doing. Bragging would be I accomplished something and now I'm just putting it in your putting it in your face. There's a subtle difference there, sure. but there is a difference. Right. I never thought about bragging versus gloating. I I <laughs> rescind my previous comments and I'm a bad son. But I never got a hold of her anyway, so it never happened. All she did was see a missed call. Now nah, so, you're all on this side. No, I guess my bad son. That's not what I'm saying. Right. No, I'm not a bad son. No, you're not. Anyway, all right, on that note, enjoy your week, folks. Good day, people. <laughs>